welcome to the Spark It Network podcast. I'm Karen Glasser in gorgeous Napa, California. And I'm Catherine B. Trainer from beautiful Point Roberts, Washington. How are you today, Catherine? I am doing great. I can't believe we're on episode eight. Eight and I'm and we're great. Eight and we're great. You made a rhyme. I think it's awesome. I, I'm these shows are just so much fun and I, I'm just excited that we're at number eight and we're gonna just roll right in right now to segment number one. This is where we share valuable information that you can use right now to spark your business, creativity, and loving your life. And today we're gonna talk about digital assets. What is a digital asset? Well, a digital asset, uh, Karen, it could be a video, it could be a podcast, it could be a blog article, it could be anything that you're creating with your computer or your cell phone or your iPad that is digitized and that becomes a, a permanent information source. So why are, why are they so important? Why are digital assets so valuable? Well, before, you were limited to what you had to do in person or you would have to be, you know, maybe giving somebody a book or a flyer or putting an ad in the newspaper. With a digital asset, you completely control the content. You can distribute it many places or you can or you can protect it like what we're going to talk about today. You can actually take that digital asset and sector it off where somebody either has to give you their email opt-in or pay for it to, to get to see it. And they work 24-7, right? I mean, right around the clock. Once you've created them, they're working and, and you don't even have to do anything. It's sort of hands-off afterwards. Isn't that correct? That has been a really big shift in, in marketing and how we build relationships online. And I know that personally, the speed at which you can get up to, to a relationship level where you feel comfortable knowing whether you want to work with someone or not is just accelerated so much because of their ability to consume digital assets if you have them out there. If you don't have them out there, you're, you're stuck. Right. And it, it really builds rapport, I think, with, with the end user because they recognize your face or they recognize your voice or, or the, you know, the entity that you're putting out there. So you really are building that rapport. So let's talk about an example of using a group of digital assets to build a mailing list and credibility. Well, let's peel it back just one little bit, Karen. Well, like when you were saying that, I was thinking, I thought, you know, our podcast is a digital asset. Absolutely. And that is something that we are giving away for free. We're doing it through iTunes. But, you know, it, it can be as simple as that, but that can be something that's, that's really amazing. And, and, you know, the power of it is people can find out what you're like and what you know. The downside of it is they can kind of find out what you don't know, too. So we wouldn't recommend it to people that are not on the top of their game. And, and it's interesting that you just brought up the podcast because that's correct. We do these podcasts, but you know that we then blog the podcast as well. So we take that digital entity of the podcast and now we put it into a written form, which is one of the examples that we're going to be talking about right now. And, and really one of the secret sauces, Karen, that you know you don't know if you're listening to this podcast, but uh, sometimes we do them a different way. But this one, for example, we're doing with a Google Hangout recording. And then we're taking the video, downloading it, stripping the audio off, and then processing it into a podcast and very very digital very very digital so let's talk a little bit about a, I think what's a great example and that's the increase series because we've been talking about the increase series every single uh, episode we tell you who the next guest is going to be and we'll get to that later on but that's a great example of how we can use a group of digital assets to build a mailing list so let's, right. let's run through that well, the increase series is something that uh, a lot of people do. They call them telesummits or they call them uh, webinars series or things like that. Uh, we're, we're calling it the increase your sales, network, and site rank. That's the theme. And it has 12 speakers. 
and we are releasing it through Sparkit Network, through uh, Big Business Zoo, and it's to build a mailing list because you do want to protect, when you do high value content like this, you either want to be um, selling it or exchanging it for someone's mail-in opt-in. There's nothing wrong with doing that. So not only is it building your mailing list, but it also builds the credibility, just like what we were talking about with the podcast. So what's the first thing that you do? Well, the first thing you do is you have to pick a theme. And that theme is going to have a lot to do with what do you want to accomplish with it. Uh, do you want to establish credibility in a certain area on like a topic? Like you could do a series on LinkedIn, or you could do a series you know, you know, that's very narrow like that, or something that's broader. Like this one, we called it Increase Your Sales, Your Network, and Your Site Rank. The underlying theme was using digital assets. So we, people do talk about through the series using websites, using blogging, using mobile apps, using uh, the videos, podcasts, lots of different ways because that's a, really a key tactic right now, Karen, for people building their business. Even if they have a local business, your digital assets really increase your visibility online. They increase your search results even if people are looking on Google Maps. I don't know if you knew this, Karen, but if you have videos and, and digital things on your Google Maps listing, you'll actually show up better on local search. Wow, no, I didn't know that. That's pretty yeah, so cool, actually. For all different kinds of businesses, uh, building your digital assets is great. Plus, building your email list is really important, too. And it goes without saying, I think, that if you don't do this, if you don't have digital assets, you will not be found. Because most of us in this day and age, when we're looking for something, the first place we search is where? On Google. And we, we put in those search words, and, and we're looking for something. And if you're not there, you're not going to come up. And that, that is just the way it is. You can be upset about that, or you can do something about it. It's, it's not an option anymore. You have to show up, and you have to show up well, and you need to show up professionally. But you don't have to be perfect, and that's one of the reasons that I love working with you, Karen, is you, you're very balanced in you want to be professional and excellent, but we're not going to wait and nitpick at things. We're going to get it done and get it out there and really work, focus more on who can we can help instead of how perfect we are. And I, I really love that. Yeah, I do too. I, it's, a, it's a great match. So after we picked a theme, what's the next step? Well, the next step is to compose powerful questions. That is going to make or break your interview, I think. If you don't have powerful questions and you just have a free-for-all, you're not going to have a ability to stay with that consistent theme through your series, but you're also not going to bring the best out of your guests. So we've got four questions, and they're really great questions, and so I'm going to not say I'll tell them right now. If you will go to sparkitnetwork.com forward slash increase, you can sign up for the series, and you will find out what those four questions are. Actually, you'll find out on the, on the page where you sign up, so it's a little bit of a cheat. But there are such great questions, and it, it, brought the, it brought the best out of every guest. It was amazing. So powerful questions are really important. And then what do we do? After, after the questions, the next step is? Well, it would be line up great speakers. You want to get the best speakers that you can, but they don't have to necessarily be the most famous people in the world. They need to be people that are credible, that are real, that you know are having the integrity level that you want to associate with. And uh, you might know them, or you might be able to work with somebody that knows them. That's one of the, the things that, with this increase series, some of those were people that I knew, or uh, my husband Tim Trainer knew, or they were also you know, people that, that were networked that we knew uh, liked to be in series, and they had friends. So we were able to collect an amazing group of 12 speakers, some of them I've never met before. 
So what's your, what's your philosophy, Catherine, about having uh, somebody that has celebrity status versus somebody that is just very knowledgeable about a subject? Because uh, I've heard a lot of people say, well, I don't know any celebrities. I don't know people that are really, really up there in, in the, the world of information exchange. Do you have to have a celebrity on your show? It depends on what you want to do. If your goal is to get search engine ranking through the use of their name, like we were talking the other day about, I'd listened to a podcast with a famous author was on the podcast and gave one of the worst interviews I've ever heard. And I told you, if you know, if I'd have been the host of that podcast, one of my favorites, and it's a great guy, I'd have been tempted to just say, I'm not going to even list that. But because this author is such a celebrity in the business community, of course, the guy's going to release it. And really, as the host, he doesn't look stupid. The guy looks stupid. Right. But still, there's a choice there. Of, of, is it worth it getting a celebrity if they're just going to be saying the same thing that they've always said? You know, you know and I know that there's speakers that do that. Having an unknown, there's a risk there, too, because people are like, okay, well, who's this, who's this, who's this? What have they done? Personally, like with my series, this 12... 12-speaker series, there's a mix. There's some that are very famous and some that are not famous at all, and some that are like up and coming. Like like I did the interview with Robert Corey uh, before he got his book to the big bestseller status and before the um, TV show that he's working on launched. So we actually did the interview knowing that he's emerging and he's going to be huge. So, so, a nice, so a nice mix of people is always, is always a good idea. And it's what are you comfortable with? Um, I'm I'm comfortable talking to anybody because you know I'm that kind of girl. Well, that's just you. <laughs> I never never met a man I didn't like. I learned that living in Oklahoma from Will Rogers, who's soul. But uh, no, I think people are fascinating, and it, and to me, whether they're famous or not has zero to do with it. And you know, I've got. Many years experience knowing that people can be, you know, a lot more prominent and really not know that much. So absolutely. So after you've you've grabbed this lineup of great speakers, I, I'm sure that the next step is that you have to interview them, right? You have to do the interviews, and you have to decide. Now we you could do it all on audio. Some people do that, or you could do it like what we did with Google Hangouts, or you could use Go to Webinar or another broadcasting thing so that you have a video. So, but you have to, you know, schedule a time and do that interview, and that's where having those questions and having a format and having, you know, respect for their time because you don't just invite people to do that and waste their time or cancel on them. You have to be high integrity and and very thankful and respectful of those speakers if you want to be very successful and you want to do other ones after. And that's when the fun begins because after the interviews then the real work begins after that and that's when you take that video entity or or audio if you did that and you transcript it into text correct right so what we did with our series for example we did google hangout and when you do a google hangout it turns it into a youtube video we kept those youtube videos private and then we downloaded them and we put in uh, beginnings and endings and calls to actions things like that and then re-uploaded them to a video server and then we also took that video and took the video part off and just took the audio, added the beginning and the end and the calls to action for the audio. And then we also did show notes. Now, some people do a, just a transcript if they do the text. Uh, what we did was we did show notes where it's more, I think it's a little more readable and, and just sticking with the highlights because it, even with the show notes that are kind of summarized, 
it's over 200 pages for that 12 speaker series. It was a huge amount of content and highly, highly valuable. I mean, great, great information. And and then and then what do you do? Now you have this uh, video that was changed into audio that now has all the show notes. What do you do now? Well, then you need to create a membership site. If you're going to collect that email list, you can't have these just out loose, visible for everybody. So you need to have a contained area. You can have somebody build you a membership site, or you can do one yourself. If you have like a WordPress site, there are plugins that you can use that will create a membership area. Uh, but you want to have an, a way that somebody has to give their name and email, add to your mailing list, or pay if you can, you can know you can do these for money too, Karen. And then once they do that, they get sent back a login and a password so that they can go in and access the content and people, just regular people that don't opt in, don't get it. So that's a membership site. A membership site doesn't mean that somebody has to pay for it, but it does have a gateway so that people have to do some, there's some exchange of value. Is that, is that pretty clear? Yeah, yeah, that ma that makes total sense, um, and and that also becomes your quote unquote sales funnel if you want to say that because that's where you're collecting. That's a that's a internet technology word that we use. You know, you have to have your sales funnel. That's where you bring in either your sales, whether it's money or not money, but you're bringing in those people into that funnel to collect their emails. And then after after we do that, I mean, of course, you have to market the thing, right? You do have to market the thing. Now, one of the things you can do, with you can have a prearrangement with your speakers that they're going to send it out to their email list. A, a lot of people are not willing to do that, though, Karen, just to let you know, because they do a lot of interviews, and they don't want their list getting bombarded a lot. Uh, you can also use social media. You can use Facebook ads. You can you know do other things to market it, but it's important that you market it. It's not one of those field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. If you don't actively market it, uh, you're, nobody's going to be seeing it, and you're not going to be building your list as much. So for our listeners that are listening right now saying, that sounds pretty cool, and then maybe that's something like, I want to do that. I know that that's a service that we offer, right, Catherine? It is a service that we offer, and we offer it on several levels. We can do it where we just work with you to, to help you plan it and, and get the logistics down, because there's a specific project plan that'll make it a lot simpler. Because you might have been listening to us telling you about all this and thinking, sounds really easy. I'm going to do that. Uh, it takes a lot of time and a lot of expertise to do it yourself. Uh, you can also outsource different parts of it. Like you might be outsourcing just the, the video and audio and the text part of it. And that could take a, up a lot of, free up a lot of your time. So it can be, it can be something that's a, a massive project for you or just something that, that if you have the, the staff or if you have the funds to outsource the, the fine details, to a company like ours or to other ones, you could you could do it without a big hassle. But it's but it's and, not and something that just you're just going to sit down and and in two days you're going to have it done. It's it's a sep at least several weeks process to get it going. So if you're listening and you want to look into this a little bit more and and you want to find out how we might be able to help you, I know that you can just go to sparkatnetwork.com and at the very bottom right hand side of the page there's a little contact us button and go ahead and send us a message and we'd be happy to get on a call with you to see how we might be able to support you. And then also sign up for that increase series because that you're going to be able to, you know, you can learn by watching and, and get some great inspiration. And these speakers are incredible, Karen. So, you know, we just can't, we can't, we can't pitch that enough. It is no hype and there's no sales pitches from these speakers either. That's something that, that uh, you have to consider too, is how, what's your, 
speaker going to get out of it? We do a lot of social media promotions and appreciation for our speakers. Plus, the speakers all get a copy of the ebook with their segment in it and then all the other ones. So it's a really nice ebook that they can send out to their list at the end of it. That's a reward for them. But some people will do a, a seminar and they might have the, each speaker give a sales pitch for whatever they're doing at the end. That, that's an option too. But this particular one that we did, there was no sales pitch at all. It's all content, amazing content. And so while we're talking about this, we're going to move into segment number two because that's where we update, put updates from our Facebook group, our new member resources, special offers, promotions, and we always talk about the Increase Your Sales Network and Site Rank series during this segment. And this week's special guest who's being interviewed is, is uh, Linda Feinholz. And who is Linda? I mean, I, I know who she is. I don't know a whole lot about her, but I hear she's really amazing. She is amazing. She's uh, been in business for a long time, and she is a, a power consultant, and she's worked with a Fortune 100 and 500 companies like Avon, Disney, Mattel. She's a power player, but she's moved into, you know, like a lot of us later in life, she's moved into doing more of her own personal uh, things. She's got a book called The Success Guide for Entrepreneurs and Business Owners. And then she also has a Breakthrough Academy, which she talks about in her thing. Plus, she's got a podcast that she does that's very popular. Very powerful person, very profitability-oriented, Karen. And that was one of the things I really enjoyed talking with her about. She talked about podcasting and how she uses that to meet new people. And, and you know, like we talked about, establishing credibility and rapport. But she also talked about the importance of profitability. And then, you know, we have those Shoot the Bull segments on this uh, series, Karen, and her Shoot the Bull segment. She gets into, you know, when do you have a real business and when do you have a hobby business? And very, very valuable insight into how you can know whether you're going to be able to get to that next level. So very, very top, top level speaker and super. And so to get to that, you go to sparkednetwork.com forward slash increase to sign up for the whole series and then you want to you want to get the one by Linda Feinholz. And you can also check her out on her website at www.breakthroughbydesign.com. Right. So let's move on to our third segment and that's where we spark our members. In each episode we feature one of our members in depth and today our Spark It member is Kyle Wilson. He's the founder of Jim Rohn International and Your Success Store. And Kyle has worked with some of the greatest legends in personal development, including his 18 years of uh, his close friend and mentor and business partner, Jim Rohn. I mean, we've all heard about Jim Rohn, right, Catherine? I mean, he's just like the, the god of personal development out there. I was, you know, back in the, my youth as a business owner, I saw Jim Rohn seminar. I went to a in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and great, powerful speaker, great sales trainer, but also really, I felt like a man of, of true integrity. And and Kyle was his the CEO actually, the founder of Jim Rohn International. How cool is that? He's well, also worked with Brian Tracy, Mark Victor Hansen, Dennis Waitley, Les Brown. I mean, you name it. He's worked with the the top people in this field. And he has a new venture out right now, Lessons from Network. You have the next generation of speakers, authors, business owners, professionals, and entrepreneurs that Kyle is working with. It's a very cool organization. And if you want to check it out, it's www lessons from network.com. So Catherine, why do you think that Kyle really sparks it? Well, Kyle has been a person that demonstrates his expertise. He's a collaborator, a strategist, a marketer, and then, you know, he's done 
quite a bit of work with these top-level people for a long time, and that, I mean, the 18 years that you quoted before, that says a lot. You don't uh, be in this industry and collaborate with people for that long unless you have got your expertise together and you're doing a great job. That's great. And, and then, you know, the, what's one of the difficult things when somebody, you know, Jim Rohn passed on a couple years ago, and where do you go from there if you're going to close partnership with somebody that has, you know, bigger name? Kyle is stepping forward, you know, moving that torch forward, but also looking for who's the next generation of these great great speakers and masters of uh, business and marketing. Yeah, so really go check it out. I think I think you're going to be pleased to see the names of that and the people that have uh, are collaborating with him right now. He's he's a pretty awesome man. So we're going to move into segment 4 and that's where we are creating a social spark. We have a hashtag of the week in our Facebook group on G+ and Twitter and today's hashtag is pound lessons from my network that's pound lessons from my network and what is that hashtag all about well it's similar to last week's hashtag but this is a little bit different because we want to talk about who is guiding mentoring or leading you in your business today so this might not be your favorite expert this is somebody that you're actually connected to and you're working directly with them either in a networking group or in a business capacity. What we ask you to do with these hashtags, by the way, is to go and just post it on social media or and maybe in the group or Twitter or it just, again, how do hashtags work? I think we probably should do a little review on hashtags. The whole hashtag thing is it crosses over all social media platforms. So if you do a pound and then you put whatever those words are, it'll show up in a list of all different uh, posts that use that same hashtag, correct? That's right, and so that's a good way that you can do on, on a short term. You could just go and do a search for something like that, or if you see somebody doing a hashtag, you could follow all the people doing it. Like, for example, Karen, if you're at an event, a lot of times they'll assign a special hashtag at that event, and then people that are in the audience or networking there can easily search and group with people that are interacting right there with that event. You can also do it um, long term because there's there's things like we use a hashtag for Sparkit Network when whenever one of our new articles gets put up or a new video or a new podcast from our members, there's a hashtag that's automatically added to the announcement of that on Twitter and on Facebook that says hashtag Sparkit. And we want our, our members and our friends to daily just do a search, which you can do very easily if you use like Hootsuite or something like that, you can pre-program it, or you can just go to Twitter at the top where it has the search bar and just put hashtag SparkIt, and you can get a list of all those things and, and what people are saying and interacting and forwarding. Doing this hashtag lessons from my network, then everybody that's listening to this podcast or listening to this podcast, you know, weeks from now, you could go in six weeks from now and see the interaction from people, and and that's a good way to meet people that are, are thinking about the same things that you are and learning about the same things you are. So it gets a good little externalization. Yeah, it's a cool tool, if you ask me. I think it's a lot of fun. There's been so much information in this podcast today, Catherine. This is going to go down as one of those ones that you can't, you know, forget. It, and you want to come back and listen over and over again. A lot of stuff about digital assets. And so as we come to the conclusion of our, of our podcast today, we want to remind you to sign up for the Increase series at sparkitnetwork.com forward slash increase. And as a reminder, if you haven't taken us up on the free 30-day trial of Visita, that's our CRM, our contact management system that allows you to schedule and all sorts of really cool things. Go ahead and sign up for that as well, sparkatnetwork.com 
forward slash the CETA. Catherine, any last thoughts? Well, I think that I would love it if people really think about their digital assets and what they can do because this is a great way, Karen, for someone to find out more about you and what you do. And that, and it could be a series like what we talked about, or just even doing interviews and frequently asked questions for your own website, things like that. Uh, just taking that step and making those videos or making those audio files and posting them to your website, posting them on social media, posting them like to your Google Places page. These things can really accelerate your business forward and we encourage people to do that. Take action. Creating them now. Absolutely. So this is Karen Glasser from gorgeous Napa, California. And Catherine B. Trainer from beautiful Point Roberts, Washington. And we'll see you next time on the Spark It Network podcast. Bye-bye everyone.